What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about how do narcissists act after a breakup. And this is my Remarkable 2 tablet, y'all. Obviously, if you ever see me looking down in the video, I'm looking at my Remarkable 2, my writing tablet for notes and things of that nature. So, how do narcissists act after a breakup? So, we're gonna do, this is going to be a two-parter, two-part video in one part. You see what I'm saying? So, part number one is going to be if you break up with them. So, part one... If you break up with a narcissistic person, buckle up. <laughs> if you so, there's a, a couple of different subtleties in this right here. So, part one: if you break up with a narcissist, right? If you break up with them and they are not ready for you to break up with them, expect some kind of wildness. Expect some kind of just like guilt tripping. Honey, get in the car, babe. Get in the car. We're going on the guilt trip. They're going to try to guilt trip you. They're going to try to. They're going to try to accuse you of moving on with somebody else. They're going to try to accuse you of never loving them. They're going to threaten to take their own life. They're going to possibly harass you. They're going to possibly stalk you. They're going to possibly start blowing up your phone, your emails, your text messages, your WhatsApp, Snapchat, whatever. Whatever form of communication that y'all... If there's a form of communication out there, they're going, they're, they're going to be sending smoke signals to you. If you, have a, <laughs> if you are facing east in the morning... They're going to be sending time. They're going to, they're going to put a time dial outside your. I'm mean, just talking. You know, that's stupid. Sorry, that's a bad joke. The last one was bad. Rewind that bad one. Um, but seriously, they are not typically going to let you have any type of mental freedom. They're going to try to like if you ask them for space, you might as well break up with them because they're going. If you ask a narcissist for space and they are not ready for said space, they're going to try to fill that space up. They're going to pretend to give you time, effort, and energy, but they're going to fill your space. They're, they're going to fill that space up. They're going to take over your life, take over your strength, take over your power. They're, I'm just, they're, going to, they're, they're going to immerse themselves within your life contingency. They're going to take your. They're going to take it away from you. You see what I'm saying? They absolutely are. They're going to take it away from you. They're going to try to empower. They're going to try to embolden themselves and empower themselves against you. They absolutely are. They're going to do that type of stuff and just mess with your head. They just are, y'all. I'm just telling you, narcissistic people. If you break up with them or ask them for space and they're not ready for it. They're going to try to take their space up. They are. They're going to go. They might go crazy. They might absolutely lose their minds and become extremely obsessive. Become. They might try to love bomb you. Please, please, please. Here's the here's the trip. I know. I promise you a trip. Here's the trip. I promise you. I know. I promise you this. Here's here's their promise right there. They're going to do a lot of different things to you, y'all, to mess with you. They just are. So prepare for that. Buckle it up. Do a lot of things of that nature right there because they're they're coming for you. On another hand, if they are ready, so if you break up with them. But they are ready to break up with you. They're going to go ahead and move on quickly. Even if you break with them and they're, not, and they're not ready, they might move on quickly. But right here, they're going to possibly move on very, very quickly. You see what I'm saying? Because they might have actually made you be the one to break up with them. The reverse discard is real. They might have actually been treating you terribly on purpose just to get you to discard them so that they can manipulate you. So, so they can have an excuse to move on. You see what I'm saying? So in that instance, they might actually leave you alone for a little while. They might pretend to be hurt, but they'll move on very quickly to somebody else and pretend just like something is going on with you. 
You see what I'm saying? Pretend that there is an issue with you and what you have going on. You mean there's they they're pretending there's an issue. Um, they're pretending like you are the, it's your fault for the breakup, and it gives them an excuse to move on to somebody else. The reverse discard is real, y'all. So if you break up with them and they're not ready, or if they are ready, they could possibly move on faster to somebody else because narcissistic people typically don't like to be, the, be typically don't like to be by themselves without a certain type of supply. For an extended ter- extended period of time, so they'll try to move on to somebody else very quickly. Either way, but so end of end of part one, the two part part one, <laughs> the end of it. Part two is if they break up with you, how a narcissist re- how would a narcissist react if they break up with you? It's going to be very like I said, if they break up with you, typically they're already going to have somebody else set up in the, in, the, in the waiting. Typically, if they break up with you. They're going to move on very quickly or immerse themselves very quickly into the love bombing phase of someone else. So the discard phase in your relationship can run parallel to the love bombing phase of the next relationship, y'all. So they can be going the discard and uh, the discard and love bombing phase can be going on in two different relationships with the same person at the same time. You see what I'm saying? The narcissist, the narcissist is in the middle of this example right here, and the New supplies on top, the old supplies on the bottom. Being the new supply on top, being love bombed. The old supplies on the bottom being discarded, and they're moving both parallel. Because once they discard you, they're love bombing the other person, and typically, they're love bombing the other person while they're still involved with you. I saw a story the other day. Um, is some people have been tagging me in it. Well, this couple um, had got married in the airport. They they met each other on a flight, right? They 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 got seated beside each other on a on a long distance flight. And they fell in love. The dude was love bombing the woman. They fell in love, stayed in contact or whatever, and just made plans to meet and stuff like that. Whole time, dude had a girlfriend at home that he was actively living with. And the girl said that he was actively being abusive to her. So he go, he goes, starts love bombing the next person, discards her and marries the other girl in the airport that they uh, met in. The airport that they met in had a wedding and people were commenting on the, commenting on the post. It was like, hey, this guy had allegedly been abusive in his previous relationship and allegedly he was living with his partner when y'all met so he broke up to be with this person and people don't care they the people were deleting the comments and stuff like that so people don't care it's a happy story but you see how that worked he loved he was allegedly loved bombing his new supply on an airplane went home broke up with his girlfriend and discarded his girlfriend and love bombing love bombing and married a new supply very quickly all this is alleged i'm just saying people you know this is what i saw online i was like damn and people were tagging me in it like, can you make a video about this? I like, I can't go into detail. I don't know the exact details. If he was living with somebody else and in a committed relationship with somebody else and fell in love with somebody else and just and discarded that person viciously to be with somebody else. And, you know, the new supply, she probably read the comments and might not care. You know, allegedly she read the comments and like, oh, well, well, love, you never know where you'll find love, blah, blah, blah. You know, but that's how it goes, so y'all. But so if they discard you, Typically, they're going to have a new supply set up. Typically, they won't discard you until they have someone else to kind of monkey branch to, to kind of piggyback on. Until they, you know, they won't discard you until they absolutely are ready to move on to someone else. And that happens a lot in these toxic relationships, y'all. It, it just does. You know what I mean? It happens a lot where they'll discard you and hop on to the next person. But they, they will have to have, they almost damn sure have to have someone else before they discard you. You know what I mean? That's why go back to part one when you break up with them and they're not ready that's why they get this one of the reasons why they go so crazy not only do they feel like they're losing control of you 
they have nobody else to get that supply from, to get that validation from. So they just go crazy to try to keep you in their life until they find someone else. So if you break, so let me say this right here. If you break up with a narcissist, right? If you break up with a narcissist, toxic person, whatever, and you take them back, they are already, they, they have both feet out the door. It's not one foot out the door and one foot in. They have both feet out the door now because they think that you're going to, they're always in the back of their mind that you can break up with them. So now they don't trust you. <laughs> so now they absolutely do not trust you because you've broken up with them before. You will do it again. So now they don't trust you. And now you taking them back gives them time to find new supply. You taking them back, they're starting to work on somebody else now. A lot of times, not all the time. A lot of times this is how it happens, y'all. Because when you break up with them, they don't trust you no more. Like you, you, they think you're going to leave. So I need to beat you to the punch. I need to guard against the, I need, I need to guard against being discarded. So I need to beat you to the punch. You know what I mean? So they're going to go there. You take them back. They might give you a little love bombing phase, a new love bombing phase. They might try to, you know, manipulate you into taking them back or taking more, taking more steps in the relationship. If y'all were just dating or just in a committed relationship, y'all might get engaged quickly. You might get married quickly. You might have a baby quickly. You see what I'm saying? You might adopt the baby quickly, depending on your relationship status, you know, or you know, where, where you are in life. You might adopt or something like that. You see what I'm saying? You'll be taking these next steps. And they're planning their exit. Now they, now they need to, you know, if they haven't had an exit strategy in motion, now they are definitely going to try to have one in motion. They are definitely going to try to move forward with somebody else. They are definitely, cause they think you are have, they think you have one foot out the door. So they, they have both feet out the, feet out, they have both feet out the door. They're just leaning in the doorway like this. You mean, they, they have both feet out the door, but they just, they got, they just peeking their head in like this and seeing what's in the house. You mean, they're scoping the house out. They are scared you're going to leave them, so they need to be prepared now. Like, oh, damn, I wasn't prepared for you the first time you left me. So now I'm damn sure going to be prepared. I'm not going to, I won't get caught off guard again. You see what I'm saying? That's how it goes, though, y'all. I'm just saying you have to watch out for them because they could react very differently when, if you break up with them or when, if they break up with you. They expect you to chase them, y'all. So if you break up with them, they don't think you're going to move on quickly. They, they'll tell you to move on quickly. Go find someone else. Go find the love of your life. I've moved on. You should. But they don't want you to move on. Some of them don't. They'll actually try to keep keep you on. They'll try to keep you as a backup option in case the new person that they might have left you for doesn't work out. They'll always come back to you. So they'll keep. They'll try to keep the door open. Let's be friends. We can always be friends. Let's remain friends. Let's remain in contact. Let's be amicable. Maybe who knows what the star? Who knows if the stars align in the future? We may can come back together. No. Yeah, I'm not being. So, a lot of people have different different perspectives on this right here. Again, this is my perspective. I'm not being friends with an ex who treated me horribly. I don't think, and some people in my comment section, when I said that before, they came in my comment section, I was like, well, Lee, it's called maturity. You gotta get past it. I'm not being mature and being friends with somebody that, that, that damn near, that damn, not, not damn near, that abused me. But you can't forgive me? No, I'm not, y'all can forgive all you want to. Y'all, I hold grudges, I can't help it. I can't let them go. I want to, but something in my mind just it kind of has a stranglehold on that grudge and won't let it go. Doesn't mean I'm going to take action on that grudge. It just means I'm holding that grudge. You see what I'm saying? Y'all can forgive. You can be, I'm an adult. We can forgive. No, if they've been abusing you, SA and you, DV and you, blacked your eye, put you in the hospital. You want to be friends with that? They done cheated on you, gave you an STI, STD. You want to be friends with that? By all means, you, you, you go be all you can be, man. <laughs> Who said it? Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Tropic Thunder. You go be all you can be, man. <laughs> but anyways, y'all, cutting this thing short. Gotta shout out, gotta shout out the brandy. I love me, self love brand. This is the I'm good one. I'm good. I'm a good person. 
I'm good overall. When they reach, when they reach out to you, try to contact you, try to reach, try to hoover you back in after they break up with you with somebody else. You can just look at them, just like look, nah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And also, y'all, the self-love journal, the I Love Me, the self-love journal is available on Amazon. The link is in the description of every video I do, every podcast I do, or you can search search uh, Lee Hammock self-love on Amazon. Thank y'all for tuning in. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.